What is going on everybody? Alex from Hidden Falls Media Experience and we've got an incredible guest today for you, a chatbot wizard expert, Bradley Roth. How are you going, man? <laughs> great, how are you? Doing great. I want to hop right into it. You know, chatbot is such a big buzzword within the marketing industry, uh, especially when it comes to what you specialize with them inside of Facebook, using Messenger to really drive that. I'm sure we've all landed on a Facebook page at some point and gone through one of those Messenger bots. If you bought any type of e-com product of a kind of bigger name e-commerce store, you've definitely moved through a chatbot at some point in your life. So kind of walk us through how, how did you get to working with chatbots? It's not not something they advertise inside of a school directory as far as a program. It's not what a lot of marketers specialize in. So let's, I kind of want to hear how you got from the start all the way to here today. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll rewind a little bit. Um, so actually I went to school for uh, strength and conditioning or exercise science. So I started out in the fitness industry mm. and was there pretty much full time for about five years uh, post-college. And then during that time, I kind of caught a little bit of the, you know, the entrepreneurial bug, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and wanted to go out and kind of, you know, do something on my own. And like most guys in their 20s, <laughs> not a whole lot of capital to start. Um, and I didn't really have much experience in like a corporate setting or, you know, anything like that. I guess like a traditional business or startup. So uh, I kind of just jumped in to you know, local social media, uh, Facebook ads, that, that kind of stuff started my own, uh, you know, I called it an agency, but it was really more of, you know, a, a kind of a freelance, uh, type gig. And I started out there and like I said, I started with zero background, zero experience. So the first, I'd say, I mean, I'd say it's still happening to a degree, but the first year or two was really kind of like my, uh, education that I never got so mm. um, you know learned a lot along the way and worked with kind of a, a little bit of a variety of businesses and you know during that time I was doing a lot of social media management you know organic posting uh, as well as running some Facebook ad campaigns and during that I kind of stumbled across uh, messenger bots um, I don't remember exactly when it was but when I first kind of saw them, I was like, oh, this is pretty kind of cool or different. Um, I started looking into them more. This was probably back in 2018 now, I'm thinking of, uh, that I first kind of saw them. Uh, and I started to try to incorporate it with what I was doing with my social media as like a part of it. Hmm. And then over time, you know, as I got into last year, I, I kind of decided to shift almost entirely towards the chatbots uh, yeah. because I mean, for me it was, I found it to be a little bit more like kind of fun and different and more outside the box. I generally think pretty outside the box um, or like things that are kind of new and different. And it was definitely more of a blue ocean opportunity. Uh, I'm sure as you know, there's millions of, you know, <laughs> Facebook advertisers and social totally. media uh, managers. So it can be difficult to kind of, you know, stand out, uh, in that industry. And, uh, sometimes people have bad experience with general, you know, marketing in general. And so you'd kind of get lumped into that. Um, yeah, you're, you're viewed as a, uh, a necessary evil. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Kind of like, I guess, like an attorney or, you know, something like right. that. Um, 
so I kind of made the shift um, towards focusing on all my new business being chatbot related. This was probably about a year ago now. So again, I kind of went through another learning curve, um, really diving in a little more hardcore into the chatbots and becoming, I would say, very profound. I kind of dabbled in it when I was doing it with Facebook ads and when I the other stuff I was doing. Uh, so I kind of trained myself a little bit more uh, to become, I guess, more of an expert um, and build confidence and, you know, feel like I could really offer something that other people weren't because there's a lot of people that do offer chatbots as kind of like an add on mm -hmm. like I was to their Facebook ads and stuff like that. But as you've experienced a lot of people who, who kind of do that and they throw something together, uh, it can be more frustrating than helpful a lot of times. hundred um, percent messes with the customer experience and everything. It's, it's either gotta be perfectly dialed in or just don't have it at all. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Just like a website, a bad website is going to leave a bad first impression, but a great one is, you know, going to help you a lot. So right. very similar in a lot of ways. Cool. So within the marketing scope, because you've gotten a flavor and a taste of different areas within marketing, you've obviously stuck with the messenger bot side of that was kind of within the tools of marketing that you found, where do you find that messenger based bots work the best for, is there certain niches that work better than others with them? Are there certain circumstances? Um, you know, are there certain applications of them within the total marketing scheme that work better for others than not kind of walk me through what your thought process is with that and how you approach that. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I wouldn't say I have a very super specific answer on that because it's kind of like the wild west still people are still figuring figuring out what works, what doesn't with what industries and chatbots are something that's so broad in terms of all the different things you could have them do that it really depends a lot on the type of business mm. um, and chatbots they can help with, I call it the, like the MSO framework. So marketing sales and operations, operations being like support and stuff like that, which is kind of the first thing that comes to mind for people. But Really, you're only going to need that if you're doing a lot of, if you already have a lot of traffic coming to your website and a lot of customer support needs, uh, they can help a lot there. But if you're smaller and you don't really have the traffic, they can be a great way to help you build lists really rapidly and stand out and, and kind of give you that really professional presence that most other people, you know, especially in the, we're talking, we're talking like real small business space, uh, don't really have. Uh, so it really, <laughs> I know that's, that's not like the specific answer. No, that's, no that, that's great. It brings up, it truly brings up the importance of having, having a comprehensive strategy of one thing to feed something else and using, and it comes down to what are you using it for and what, how does it fit into the overall picture? One of the things that we talk with all of our clients about and walk through is, you know, where, where and why are you using certain platforms for certain reasons? Right. And, you know, for some industries, Facebook is just not the right platform for this to happen on. There's they're either their audience isn't there as much or they're not as engaged or, you know, what we're experiencing right now with organic reach on Facebook and how it's not very high for especially business pages compared to personal pages. So knowing how and what to use your social media platform for and 
even if you're in the mentality of, hey, I could use this bot to come back and feed an email list that I'm working on developing, which is really going to be what drives the majority of my sales. That's a super strong and valid strategy that I've seen a lot of people use with these tools in place. And I think it comes down to what's the expectation and truly how does that piece of the puzzle fit into your strategy? Just like building a house, right? We're not going to start with installing the wiring and the plumbing first, mm -hmm. but it's an important part to be able to live and thrive in that environment of having that stuff there. So I think that's really been our approach and how we've thought about using some of these different tools. So that's why I was curious to see kind of where that was at for you. Yeah. Yeah. I tell people, I mean, it's not like a magic bullet um, that some people like to, you know, marketers like to promise the world a lot of times, right? Yeah. No kidding. Uh, <laughs> because their competitor is so, um, yeah, part of that was really figuring out, like you said, certain industries aren't really made for Facebook as much. For example, when I was moving to, I live in Phoenix area now, but I'm from the Northeast and we moved here about a year and a half ago and we had to find an apartment while we were on the way and stuff like that. And it was a pain in the butt calling these apartment complexes and getting hooked on the phone and they ask you all your info and you know, most people don't like that. Most millennials won't even, you know, talk on the phone these days. Yeah. Uh, so when I, when I kind of saw that, I, was, I said, oh, there's a need here that I can fill. And I worked on kind of creating this template and approaching these apartment companies or, you know, they're kind of bigger companies, uh, more corporate structure than I'm used to. And I still think it could work for them, but they're, they're very like, you know, this, there's these couple of companies, they have the monopoly on the marketing for this industry. And we don't even, we don't want to worry about Facebook or it doesn't sync with our like custom CRM and stuff like that. So that would be an example of, you know, I, I've kind of turned away from these bigger enterprise level companies because there's a lot of other custom solutions out there for them. And recently, especially recently, even the last couple of weeks, I've started shifting my thinking of how can I, how can I help these solopreneurs and, you know, people running really small businesses? Cause I kind of have a soft spot for that being kind of in that realm myself. So I'm trying to kind of figure out like that in that MSO framework, the marketing, the support and operations, you know, which is going to help, like, how do I structure this to help this certain industry the most? Like, for example, there's a million, um, life coaches these days who are trying to get clients and they're putting out a lot of good content and emails getting harder and harder. You build your list, but it's just getting more crowded. So it's getting harder for them to build and reach those lists. As you know, you don't want to like opt your inbox is probably stacked, right? Like you. <laughs> yeah. It drives, it drives everybody that looks at my phone nuts. Well, actually there's two camps either totally resonate where, because my red counter is like past the five digit mark. Yep. So everybody's either is like, I'm totally on board. I don't check it. Or for like people like my girlfriend, it drives her absolutely nuts. The fact that I've got that many unread emails and it just shows that notification red bubble. Can't yep. stand it. <laughs> yeah. I'm in that boat. I got thousands of uh, unread emails, but people don't want to opt into more email lists. They're so right. like used to it and saturated. So I want to give another route 
for these, let's use the coaches as an example, or content creators, you know, think bloggers, vloggers, podcasters like yourself to get their content out and build these lists and do it in like a fun and engaging and kind of different way. Mm. Uh, that's, that's really what I'm looking to do now. Cool. So I'm almost kind of like, I wouldn't say doing like a full pivot, but I'm shifting my focus a little bit um, towards that. Yeah. I, I want to bring it to the masses, I guess you could say. That's awesome. Yeah. And you light up when you talk about that, by the <laughs> way, like it just, you can just tell it's part of that passion and part of that drive. So you've seen, you've seen a really interesting kind of trend um, and throughout 2020. This is not a direction any of us within the business world ever thought would ever happen as far as, you know, pandemic completely shifting everybody's attention to online sales and using websites and using social media platforms to drive so much of their business. What are some of the trends that you're seeing throughout the rest of 2020 and that you're kind of projecting with your clients into 2021 as to how they can really prepare for this holiday season and what's to come afterwards? Man, that's a good question. Uh, what I've been seeing is kind of what I expected with a year ago, even I would mention chatbot and people would just get this like glazed over look in their eye. Like, what are you talking about? And these days it seems like a lot more people have at least heard of them or like are somewhat familiar. So it's kind of like social media was like maybe five to seven years ago where it was like very, people still didn't really see the value of how it can help them business wise. It's just kind of like this fun thing. And I see that same shift happening right now towards chatbots where people are starting to understand, oh, okay, like, you know, this is for real and it's not a fad and it's not going anywhere. Um, so you're starting to see a little bit more awareness, which is great for me because it's hard to try and sell something and educate someone at the same time. Um, like most people, a lot of people need them, but they don't know they need them yet. So have a changing in that awareness is, is great um, <laughs> for me. And that's part of why I also kind of saw where things were going like a year or two ago before it was, you know, when it was still kind of, I guess, underground per se. Sure. Um, and I kind of saw where that was headed and I was like, oh, well, I want to get in front of that trend. Um, whereas when I got into the Facebook stuff, I felt like I was maybe just a little bit late to the party. Gotcha. Um, so that, I mean, that's the main like big thing because the trends differ between, um, between types of businesses. But another thing is people are looking for more like customized experiences. Um, and you're seeing that across, you know, websites and email and stuff, the more personalized you can make it the better. And chatbots have been great for that because, or at least once through messenger. And that's why I build all mine through messenger because it can automatically kind of pull some of that basic data and say, Hey, Alex, like it already knows your name and it's speaking to you and people, you know, that kind of resonates. Right. Are, I think kind of tired of, um, you know, we're all like locked in our houses right now <laughs> or we have been for a long time. So people are like looking for interaction, uh, more than ever and being able to turn your marketing into like a two way kind of interactive, like back and forth. Yeah. Um, I think gives people, even though it's like, you know, they're not connecting with a real person all the time. Um, it's still, it's a little bit, it's kind of refreshing. It's what people want versus like a static age all the time totally. yeah cool man i really appreciate your time today and appreciate your insight where can people find you online 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram is at Bradley underscore Roth. Uh, my site is breakthroughdigital.net. I'm going to be doing some, some updates there, so don't judge it too much, but, uh, <laughs> you can go on there and, and, you know, find some demos and stuff like that. Uh, that's probably the best, best two places. Uh, if you got any questions and want to email me, you could, it's Bradley at breakthroughdigital.net. Uh, I think that's it. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, man. I'm super grateful. I know my audience got a ton of value out of that. Yeah, thank you.